You're listening to Brand to Brand, a B2B marketing show that's safe enough for work, but not safe enough to be on the radio. With your host, Thomas Sterling. What's up, everyone? Today on the show, we're going to be talking about evaluating the experience clients and customers have with your brand. We're going to take a look at Chipotle and Panera and share some tips and tricks to make sure your brand isn't committing a COVID customer experience fail. Buckle up, put your kids to bed, and let's get into it. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. This is not Kendrick Lamar. This is episode four of Brand to Brand. And bitch, don't kill my vibe is really the focus of the episode. What are we talking about today, Veronica? We are talking about customer experience. Customer experience and people killing that vibe. Yeah, when businesses kill a vibe. Not knowing what you're doing. It would be a great satirical horror movie. Brand Don't Kill My Vibe. Yeah, Don't Kill Your Customer's Vibe, We should rename the episode Brand Don't Kill My Vibe. Uh, We really flubbed it on that, huh? I mean, I think COVID-19 has sucked for a lot of reasons. A lot of brands are struggling with how to navigate it. It hasn't been easy for any of us. I think personally, professionally. uh, But the brands that haven't done well during COVID, haven't figured themselves out, haven't figured out how to make restrictions work for them and the customer win-wins are, are are losing customer loyalty and and there's an there's an expense to that so yeah dear covid dear 19 COVID, from the world it killed a lot of vibes it killed a lot of people and a lot of vibes and it is serious we're not making light no, about we're the absolutely not and and a lot of businesses are struggling too i don't i don't think and i don't want anyone to take out of context the work that we're doing today on the episode uncovering what you can do for your brand to help further navigate is really intended to be a psa that should help not hurt we're not trying to disparage we're not trying to take away from the hard work that all of us are doing to try to maintain and live and be healthy and prosper during these hard times. Now, with all of that said, what does customer experience mean to you, Veronica? It's everything. It's the overall experience with a brand. It's what you're getting when you purchase a product or you visit a business. It's, but it's beyond that. It is emotional. It's how you're treated and it's how you feel after. It's fourth dimensional shit. It's, it's- fourth dimensional <laughs> shit. It's full brand ambiance. Bum, bum, bum. Coming at coming at you from all angles. Feels, tones, <laughs> subconscious things. People Everything. don't even necessarily realize. It's like casinos putting oxygen in the air to make, keep you around, blocking all the windows. They're putting out a vibe. <laughs> it's a, a vibe. yeah. And it's it's like, called, I don't know what time it is. I don't know where my car keys keep are. Keep spending your and money. I'd like another beverage, please. <laughs> Yeah, it's um I think it's when brands don't have empathy for their customer. They can't put themselves in their shoes and think about what that experience is from yeah, start to finish. Absolutely. And this is an ongoing activity. This is not something that you do once. If you haven't thought about your customer experience in a while, guess what? It's time to. If you haven't thought about what COVID changes you've made to your business in a while, guess what? It's time to. <laughs> and if you still have barricades and barriers up that you haven't touched since last March, it's time to make some changes. And if you're ready for a brand throwdown, it's also time to get into that. Let's get into it. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Panera Bread or Chipotle? Um, bread or 
bun? Bread, bread or wrap? Bread or wrap. <laughs> I'm going Panera. Okay, you would go Panera. Have oh, you, I would. Have you what been to I? Panera recently? <laughs> I uh, have been to Panera recently. Okay. I had Mexican last I, night. I, I eat soup once it gets qualified. warm out. <laughs> you eat Mexican food, that's normal. It's like spring's coming around. I eat soup. The second it's a nice day, I make soup. Hey, I might know, be a psychopath. It's hey, fine. You just you, you, maybe you're just not ready for the new season. You're not ready for the change. Well, what do you like about Chipotle? Uh, I like the commitment to freshness. I would say for a brand their size, they've definitely put a lot of effort into being unconventional. I think they've had a lot of brand fails and uh, some really really tough PR, and they've been able to navigate all of that and. Uh, Still maintain a, a loyal following. And doing the research for this episode, I feel like they have done a lot to both stay relevant and um, refine that commitment to their customers. So I think that for any organization that was predicated on you getting close to the food, standing in line, mm. waiting to be served... That model uh, is uh, definitely not relevant right Hovering now. Hovering over the glass, <laughs> making sure they put enough guac. Sneezing in front of the sneeze guards. <laughs> that's why they're there. I know. Well, now there's sneeze guards everywhere. Yeah, that's true. Across the entire world, between every booth I think you go they're, I think they're for other purposes. But. <laughs> so what, what is it to you about this brand that makes you want to kind of defend Panera right now? Defend Panera. Are yeah. you are you aiming to attack a Panera? Yeah, I'm gonna throw some Chipotle at your Panera. <laughs> You're gonna throw some guac on, on some yes, soup. Yes, exactly. Um, I really like that Panera leaned in with technology. I think they were already heading in that direction. We talk about the the COVID nineteen tech acceleration for customer experience. Uh, Panera was already on that path, but. What I like is they have adopted the approach similar to self-checkout at a grocery store, um, which, side note, the Bill Burr joke about, you know, when you walk into a grocery store and then you check out your own groceries, you're like, what, do I work here now? <laughs> I actually really enjoy that because sometimes I don't want to talk to a person after talking all day. I agree, unless it's produce and I have to scroll 15 pages in to find the thing. Oh, I love that. I oh, like that I, yeah, so you can look at the number and the sticker. I feel oh, like I work there. For, okay, yeah, I wow. kind of, I enjoy that. Jeez. You didn't have like a little toy, uh, like cash register when you were little when yeah, i was little like no, knives and, and they, guns right straight okay. to the <laughs> when i was little my dad asked me what do you want to do when you grow up and i said i want to be a cashier because they have all the money wow i thought i was on to something did he mention that maybe you want to go to banking instead <laughs> strictly investment or rob a maybe bank hedge funds i could have met you wall with the guns street. and knives <laughs> gordon gecko wolf of wall street gordon you gecko. know but no i really like that they panera has adopted um, that approach where when you walk in, they have the little tablet cash registers yep. where you can go place your own order or there's a person there. Mm -hmm. So you can choose, do I want a human interaction or do I just want to not talk to anybody today? And during COVID, that's not only someone maybe doesn't want to talk to a person, but for their own personal safety, they might want to distance themselves from the cashier. Absolutely. I mean, and I think we would be amiss at not mentioning the signage. They're, they're well-branded. They help lay out where you should stand, what you should do while you're there. There's efficiencies. You don't open the doorway and not know where you need to go. And That's, I think for oh. some of our uh, local brands, which we're not going to talk about, uh, we're seeing some brand fails. If yeah. you enter an establishment, you don't know where to go. We'll talk more about that a little later. But, you know, you're saying they made an investment. They leaned forward into technology. A lot of companies. They did. The mobile mobile the ordering. And yeah. I mean, you, you're sort of. I'm not going to go back. You sort of have to. You, It's like the revival of the QR code. Mobile menus, paperless, 
you know, I think that uh, that kind of dovetails nicely. Chipotle has introduced a whole line of online-only menu items, really leaning forward on that mobile experience. I think one of the things Chipotle has done, too, they have like a mobile order-only kind of like drive through lane. So you get there, you walk up, you want a mobile order. Starbucks does this really well, too, right? It's like you have so little friction in the experience. You can place the order right on your phone, and boom, it's there waiting for you. Yeah, facing with and anybody. what I really like about Panera is when I last went there, um, they actually have someone whose only job was to double check every bag that went on the shelf for mobile orders had every single item in it that was on the receipt. Mm. And I, the frustration of you drive all the way home and then you look in the bag and something's missing is no, I such never a- drive anywhere. I, I open the bag. <laughs> I immediately check all the ingredients, inventory, because, you know, you don't want to, it's what well, you're not driving back. Yeah. But that customer experience can get sacrificed when human interaction goes away. And I think we've seen a lot of brands over the past, what's been a year now, lean into it in a, in a smart way and communicate with their customers and others that have kind of hung their customer out to dry and made them feel like a leper for yeah. even. Why are you here? It'd be better if you weren't. I'm don't, sorry. Don't am, you am trying not, to operate yeah. a business here? Am I not giving you my hard-earned money? <laughs> that to me is the most frustrating where they, where they tell you something like you were supposed to know and you're an asshole for not doing the, the ordering correctly, but they never gave you the information. Yep. It's like, the people who have always wanted a little bit of authority also, I think, I think like their employees sometimes aren't always set up for success there. Yeah, they need to be told not to kill the vibe. Don't kill the vibe. And you don't kill the vibe. Don't kill your employees' vibe, too. Don't that's, make them so nervous. That's true. That their anxiety then makes everyone else around them uncomfortable. That's true. That's don't, a vibe killer. Don't pull an Adidas. And uh, while all the other major brands are like pulling their retail stores and closing things down and making sure that their staff are safe. Uh, you know, you're out there uh, telling your telling your team we have to stay open and, and, and then 24 hours <laughs> oh, later, no. pulling it all back on Twitter, embarrassed with your tails between your legs. That's another, that's a whole nother brand of brand right there. Oh, on, wow. I did yeah. not know this occurred. Oh, yeah. You know, that's there, there were plenty of brand fails that were happening right there. We're going to talk about a brand win. Chipotle saying, you know what? Amidst all this craziness, why don't we double down on some of our commitments? They launched like a line of t-shirts that were stained with what did they what did, you you were telling me this before? They they're like they took the pits oh, and they yeah. reclaimed I them, reclaimed Thomas pits. And I made took notes. some notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning from you. Um yeah, they actually it's called open loop waste recycling, where they are taking avocado pits from their own restaurants and then up upcycling them or recycling them. Upcycling to, to is die. a term. I just still am not sure. I'm in a, uh, I, just, I don't know. Upcycle. Come on. I like upcycle. Recycle, upcycle. Recycle, upcycle. I was side cycle, in cycle, like bicycle, tricycle. It's all, we're all about the cycles. Um, so they were taking their avocado pits they're using in their restaurants because mm-hmm. everyone knows Chipotle guac. It is extra, but they got it. They, and they were dy- using it to dye a clothing lines. So they were y- using it for dyes on their clothes, which is, very eco-friendly and sustainable. And during a time when COVID hit, everything went to plastic throwaway utensils. It's nice to hear that like, you know, there's like one less thing maybe going into a landfill. And I love faded green <laughs> shirts. So I just feel like I'm a customer. I mean, from an um, environmental standpoint, we've 
talked before about Patagonia and what that commitment means, I was actually moved by how much aligning with a mission for your brand can mean. And so um, that's something that I think is a brand win for them long term. It is. And that's part of their customer experience that all it all ladders back to that. Uh, people have an experience with your brand, even when they're not. Are you talking I, about the ba- the experience people have in the bathroom after? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had to say it. <laughs> well, it was coming. That's was part coming. of the customer experience. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's the least favorite part of the customer. I mean, for some, for some, maybe they really enjoy that. <laughs> I don't think anybody. You know, we really don't know. We don't let's, know everybody. Let's, let's not go there. Let's <laughs> let's leave that one. Let's let's not research that any further. That's 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 good stuff. We will put a temporary pin in that. <laughs> We'll come back to that offline. <laughs> um, what about Panera, though? I mean, you know, I feel like Chipotle is winning right now. Are they? Are we? Was someone supposed to win? No, no one has to win. I just feel like you know my points are just Panera you know. versus Chipotle. Prison rules. Who will win in a fight? Uh, Chipotle. Really? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Wow. Come on, Chipotle is going to kick Panera's ass. I don't know. What do you mean prison rules? Okay. I didn't know this was going to get so personal, it's, but... <laughs> ready to get personal. It gets personal and it gets emotional when we're talking about customer experience. Any other, uh, you know, any other big um, musings about Panera that you feel like speak to the customer experience? No, I think their investment in technology. I think when you invest in good tech, when you invest in a good web experience, you are providing that for your customers. If you're leaning forward into technology, my advice to you would be find ways to make the experience human. Yes, that's a missing piece because nothing worse than scanning the QR code and sitting down to do something and then the experience doesn't work. You can't load the thing. It doesn't actually take into consideration what your needs are. And uh, I think this is a perfect segue. And by perfect segue, I mean like, let's break this down for like the, the small local markets, the small local brands. Cause I got to imagine a lot of people on the show aren't representing a Chipotle or a Panera bread. There's a lot of people that have businesses that maybe uh, were closed during the pandemic. Maybe their whole team's remote and they're not necessarily a product company. Maybe it's a service company. And so I think it's worth just kind of breaking it down for some kind of more local um, salient examples. One of the, one of the main reasons I wanted to do this show was an experience I had at a local brewery. I mean, I went there, I thought that, that all of the COVID restrictions that were put in place were at the expense of the customer, Mm. but don't, don't don't take away the the experience that 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 brought me to your brand. Don't in the let first and it's safety is important. Don't let COVID kill your customers. Don't kill the but vibe. But also don't kill your customer experience. Yeah. At the expense of yeah. thinking it's for your customer, it's very it's it's brought like a certain bureaucracy to small business, which is really which interesting. I know, you, I know you don't like bureaucracy. Oh no, that's part of my brand. <laughs> I'm anti bureaucracy. <laughs> It's the wild, wild west. What what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to. But some are doing it right, which is why you know right. you know there's a better way. You go somewhere, they're not freaking out about. It. That's what it is. And you and I have had this conversation when we go out and I get drinks at a happy hour. Yeah. When your waiter is anxious and nervous and fumbling, like it feels like they're bothering they're you. They're uncomfortable. You're it there. It makes you so uncomfortable. For sure. So people's owning it. In my opinion is if you are so nervous about opening your business, 
Then don't open. Then don't open it. And if your team doesn't want to open it, then you need to make a decision. You guys all need to be on the same page. It's it's it doesn't make sense. You are diluting brand experience every day that you're open and you're not putting out the same the same vibe. You're not on the same page. Yeah, and it's hard. It's really hard. And I think. There's some nuance in interpreting the protocols as well. Some of these brands, it's like they woke up at 9 o'clock in the morning before they had a cup of coffee, and they decided to roll out all these rules when really they needed to have a nice libation. And, uh, Did you just say you know. they should have all just got drunk in the morning to figure their shit out? I was getting to the fact that it was the early afternoon. Maybe that. Maybe that. Maybe. I maybe. think this is where we're supposed to say, "Don't try this at home." Yeah, don't don't try this at home. This is cut that cut cut that part out. <laughs> and I mean, I, I mean, take it even further. One thing I overheard from you was a story where you went to a local coffee shop and you didn't know where to actually physically put yourself. You didn't know oh, where to stand. Yeah, I wish enter. we could have. I wish we could have called this segment. Where the fuck do I stand? It, there's nothing more frustrating than walking into a business and not knowing where you're supposed to stand. You're hovering. Is There's not a hostess stand. There's no signage. There's I nothing. Mean, getting you're back just to like, what we were talking about earlier, the online order has its own speed lane. That's phenomenal. If yeah, I order online. Tell me where to go. And I get there and I don't know if I'm, it's like being in a concert. You don't know which line's the VIP. You're always like, maybe this is the line. <laughs> the guy's like, you're trying to sneak this in the is VIP. the VIP. Uh, and it's like, okay, well, that's And you're wearing a shorter. fake mustache, like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Yes, that's right. I always wear a <laughs> fake mustache when I'm out at the club. <laughs> How about visiting a professional service? You know, banks, a lot of people are getting mortgages, refinances. you got to get what they call a wet signature. Ew, what? I, what? I don't know. <laughs> that's what they call an original signature. It's very strange. doesn't make any sense. I the whole think experience. They could use I'm a rebranding. <laughs> So there you are. You're trying to get that wet signature. You know, you're looking around. You're thinking, okay, you know, well, what's this going to be like? You get there. <laughs> they're wearing masks. You're pulling up. You know, they ask you to roll the window down. The whole thing is very inhuman. It feels like you're a biohazard. Or mm. if anyone's gotten tested at one of these drive-up facilities amid COVID, it feels like that. You're going there to sign paperwork, and they're like, uh, I think... This one could be patient zero. Yeah. Please pull forward. Roll the window down, sir. No, no, no. No, I'll tell you when to roll the window down, actually. Keep the window up. Okay, roll it down. Here. Here's the paperwork. Sign that. Close it. I mean, I might be triggered because of my own experience here. I think uh, we but... all are. Everyone everyone is having a customer experience triggering moment at something they're going to. What's nicer than walking into an establishment? If they have dividers up, but maybe those dividers are painted the same color as the rest of the facility. Facility. It feels like it's part of it. I've even seen some, if we're talking purely dividers here, that actually have like logo and like words, uh, other things that kind of fit into the overall presence of the brand. And so it almost feels like it's purposeful. It's intentional. It's always been there. That's, I appreciate that. What I don't appreciate is like borderline, like Berlin wall has more bullet holes than that. That's just been up since the very beginning and, and, and looks like it's about to fall down. That's, that's not yeah enjoyable. No, that's not enjoyable for anybody. And now for something completely different. So if we were going to make this actionable for people that were listening, what would what would you do first, Thomas? Uh, you have to first benchmark your experience, right? I mean, you have to start with experiencing the brand. And if you are in retail or you have a physical establishment, you're a restaurant, people physically come to you in order to do business, then you need to 
walk through those doors with fresh eyes as though you're a customer. If you're a service business, professional service business, you might have been closed this entire time. You might not even have your business open. And so for you, it might be, what do you need to be thinking about to tee up that nice reopening? What do you need to do to be prepared to make it so that your team feels safe? If you've been open during this time frame, maybe it's about revisiting what you've done so far. And just because you followed the restrictions a few months ago doesn't mean that you might need to revisit what they are because the whole experience is is is, is evolving and changing as comfort levels happen, as vaccinations happen. Yeah, and if a lot of your business has shifted online, totally, you, you want to go to your website like you're a customer because that's your digital storefront. So you want to walk into your establishment as a customer Digitally. Do you have a notice up there that's uh, really old about how we're all navigating these uncertain and tough times? Maybe it's time to take that down. Maybe it's time to put something up that's fresh. Maybe there's a pop-up. Maybe there's some other things that you did that you put into place a while ago. It's time to freshen that experience. And most businesses, regardless if you're you know, B2B or B2C, you're working with a customer or client in some way, you're communicating with them. What does that communication look like? Are you being clear if your process, if if your business process has changed, if you're only doing Zoom meetings now, are you sending the right link to people know where the invite is? Like what's your etiquette when they're joining? You have to really think about customer experience beyond the parameters of just people buying a product. Chatbot. 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 Do you have a chatbot? Is there something on your site that greets people in a way that kind of creates a first impression that maybe you didn't do before? A lot of brands are, when we talk about leaning forward in technology, they're doing so, so, so much more with creating a digital first impression. Yeah. And are you communicating, like you said, response time, are you communicating with people when people reach out to you for support, whether it's calling, emailing, go old school, pick that phone up, maybe use a rotary phone, call the business, call the brand, see what happens. Is the person on the other end of that phone happy to hear you? I know from plenty of customer experiences about COVID with customer service reps working from home. Sometimes it's like, Hi, yeah, oh, uh, yeah, sorry, no, I just was finishing up Call of Duty. Um, Yeah, no, I can look into that for you, but, like, maybe in a minute. I'm kind of in the middle of stuff. Like, no, no, no. Or you call and it just rings or they shut off their telephone support but never communicate uh, that. I shouldn't know where your customer support person is. I should, I should be, always picture them in, like, a white room that's just clean in a void yes it's, it's jake from state farm you know he's he's it's got Janet khakis on place. he's got a red shirt he's at a desk he's not at home he's doing business he's doing work so recapping then the work approach your business and look at it with fresh eyes whether it is a physical location or your digital storefront i i.e your website yeah or any professional communications you're having if you are having a lot of Zoom meetings with clients. And if you're too close to it, have a friend do it. Have a spouse. Have your kids do it. Have someone look at it that is maybe a little bit further away from it because I bet you they're going to have something interesting to say, especially if it's a child. Yeah. Oh, they kids say the darndest (laughs) things. So what can you take away from this episode? Your customers are human beings. They're people, which means every experience they have with your brand is going to be emotional. It's about how your brand, the experience with it, makes them feel. It's also about your ability to communicate properly to them. Do they have all the information? Are you blindsiding them? Do they feel like they're out of the loop? 
So that message has to be clear and it has to translate across all mediums. And, and, and the most important part is don't kill your customer's vibe. And with that, folks, we're out here. Thanks so much for listening to Brand to Brand. If you like what you heard, hit the subscribe button, leave us a review, and don't keep us a secret. Tell your friends. Yeah.